Welcome to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they make you want to stand up or get down from off his head to what a letdown oh get down and let down is what i rhyme there i had to figure out why i wrote that <laughs> all right we're it's all been done the podcast all right yep yep here we go it's my co-host evan he could drive around in circles 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 it's my Fucking, co-host, Saker. Oh, I thought I was going to have to kick you or something to knock you out of your uh, your groove there. Mm. Um, you ever done a donut? I think I've tried. Uh, yeah, I have. Like in a snowy parking lot once or twice. Really? Yeah. Wow. I always, whenever it's snowy out and I'm driving through an empty-ish parking lot, mm-hmm. my impulse is to hit the brakes and turn really hard, but I've never had the courage. And that's not also how you do a donut, because you have to pull up on the parking brake, right? Isn't that part of it? Um, no, I think it's just, it's just anything you just drive. A donut is where you like drive around in circles really fast drive around and, in circles. and you're in the back of your car sort of spins out. Yeah. Like that's, so you don't have to like, I think you're thinking of like a, like, what are those, the turn, like, like a stunt turn. I thought, I don't know. For some reason I thought you had to like lock your front wheel or something so that you, you just turn the wheel and just hit the gas and you spin around. I think. Wow. That seems easy. Yeah. I should do it. You should do it. <laughs> I should go drive somewhere when it's really icy out. And yeah, because you like you like stuff. do donuts in people's front yards to like ruin them, right? Yeah, and that's just driving around in circles. Like you just slam drive on the gas and you just turn the the wheel as hard as you can to one side, and your car just goes and okay. donuts. Okay, sure. Thus the name. Thus the name. You ever had a donut? <laughs> hmm. Let me think. <laughs> okay. What What's a donut? Uh, hey. What's a donut? What's a don't nut? Is what I say these days. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm man. saying? Oh man, I've never met a donut a... November. No. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you, you little scamp. Where is is it? Don't don't not November and then donut December. Where you're supposed to. <laughs> That's just where you reward yourself. Eat as many donuts as you can. Yeah. Oh man, donut December is a great fucking month long holiday. Yeah, but I think the thing is, with December you're already eating a lot anyway because you're coming off a of Thanksgiving. That's true. You're going into the cream bee. Yeah. Or whatever beef. holiday you celebrate, or yeah. if you don't holiday celebrate, you're probably getting a lot of shit that Christians leave in the office workspace. Yeah, it's true. I eat the most poor i feel like i gain weight every i mean it's 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 two steps back one step forward Mm -hmm. because every year i i gain a lot of weight around that time and then i lose some of it but i don't (laughs) lose all of it and so every year i'm just accumulating a little bit and that's the way to do it yeah Uh, hey money for nothing (laughs) checks for free that ain't working (laughs) um what does work for you (laughs) um are you a big dire straits guy do you like mark knopfler i don't know you don't I think know? I only know the one song. You, well, you know other Dire Straits, don't you? You know uh, Storybook Love, the ending song from Princess Bride. My love is like a storybook story. That's Mark Lopfoot. But it's as real as the feelings I feel. You got it. I fell in love with a six-year-old girl, and when I looked into her eyes, I became obsessed. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Isn't that the lyrics of the song? <laughs> I, I think it's just us. My, my brother and I made fun of the song a lot. Because okay. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous song. And that's what you fucking came out of that with? <laughs> Looks into the eyes of a six-year-old. Okay. Um, but don't look at the Princess Bride, Wesley, and Buttercup fall in love when they're six years old. Well, really? Uh, no, I think, oh, I, they're, I think they're like teens or some shit like that. Um, there's uh, Salton's A Swing, I think, is a popular one from Dire Straits. I mean, I think if I played a couple Dire Straits songs for you... I probably would recognize them. Let's see. Never mind, this doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> yeah, so no, I don't recognize <laughs> the other time. Other than the Princess Bride song and also 
that ain't working. Money for nothing. I, I might even be r- wrong on that being Mark Knopfler. <laughs> that might be somebody totally different. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not a Dire Straits song at the very least. Hold on, let's do one more. We got this one. And Saker will be dropping all these in so you can play along at home. <laughs> so you've recognized these famous Dire Straits songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know Walk of Life. Everybody knows Walk of Life. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but beyond that, you're right there. There's a, there's a lot of Dire Straits songs, and uh, I couldn't tell you any of them. Um, it's top 10. Oh, wow. Walk of Life made it to number fucking six? What's above that shit? Salton's a swing, baby. All right. Um, what works for you? Hmm, what does work for me? Um, my central nervous system <laughs> works pretty well for me. You know, it's not failed me yet. It's regulating your temperature and breathing. Yeah. Autonomic. All that autonomic, you know, autonomic function. Honestly, yeah. My, my, uh, swallow reflex hasn't failed me yet. So. <laughs> Blinking. Um, yeah. No one has to eye drop, uh, turkey gravy down mm-hmm. my throat to make sure that I'm still staying healthy. Uh, boy, <laughs> I can't. Do it. <laughs> and money for nothing. It checks for free. <laughs> turkey gravy. That ain't working. <laughs> That seems like a, a horrible situation when your swallow reflex fails. Yeah, End yeah. of life care. Yeah, <laughs> hosp- hospice care. Am I, am I, is this a hot take that hospice care <laughs> sucks? Well, I mean, the point of hospice care is it's not supposed to suck. Yeah. It's supposed to make Palatine. everything suck less, yeah, right? right. So, yeah, I guess. So it is a hot take. <laughs> that hospice care sucks? No. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it sucks for you because you're dying, I suppose. <laughs> Unless you're okay with it. I can't, I don't think... You talk a big talk. Nobody's okay with dying. Everybody's scared. I mean, eventually, yeah. I think that's like, isn't that what like Buddhism's about? Like Zen Buddhism is just like trying to figure out how okay you'd be with a world without you in it. Like trying to be okay with not existing anymore. Yeah. That's like ultimately you you want to like ascend to Nirvana. To to being nothing, right? Yeah. Speaking of Nirvana, can you name any Nirvana songs? Yeah. Really? No, you can't. It smells like Teen Spirit. Okay. In utero was that an in utero was that an album or uh... name seventeen more? I can sing seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. We don't have to do this. The first song that pops into my mind when I think Nirvana is "Rape Me." Is that, yeah, is that, that's, is a, that's a that's a that's a big one. Is that a big one? I mean, it's a it's a it's a title you'll remember. Yeah, that certainly is true. I think there's no way around that. <laughs> um, I like their cover of David Bowie's "Man Who Sold the World." That's a good one. That's unplugged, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, we're talking a lot of bands on this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we're a music podcast. Do you know? Finally, one band we should talk about. Nope. Ev. I don't know. Well, hey, Bearded Good Ladies talk about a lot of bands in this song. Yeah, they do. So this is three kind of to be exact. Apropos, is it just three? I think so. Because it's just because there's literally only two stanzas of this song. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. Oh, I have one, two, three, four, five bands that they talk about. Oh, on here. well, then maybe I missed them. I think you did. Well, we'll talk about them. We'll talk. Um, okay. Well, shall we talk about this song? Sure. Sure. <laughs> This song is Yeah, we're going to roll out, roll out. <laughs> hey, we're going to roll out, roll out. Oh, it's a roll out. Roll out. <laughs> Maybe I'm right, but roll out thinks so. <laughs> uh, okay, so roll out is this week's song. If you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. All right. Yep, yep. Here we go. We're going to roll. 
He's not the king of rollout manner. <laughs> if I had a big old rollouts, think your rollout, rollout, just like me. How many other rollouts can we do? It's all rolled out. All that you will see is a rollout with me. Okay, well. You've got the rollout to my heart. Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, that one took me a second. And then, of course, uh, one day I will make a rollout. (laughs) This sucks. Yeah, we're bad at this. There are so many other better songs in the catalog. This song is called... Did I already introduce it? Yes. If you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Did I do that? I don't think so. Okay. Let's do it again. Okay, sample. We're gonna roll out. Okay, great. Um, Roll out. Bare naked ladies. <laughs> All right, come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Snip, snap. Zip, zap, zap. I mean, I might just say, let's lead off. Execrable. <laughs> just absolutely fucking miserable song. Okay, yeah. My first note is, fuck. <laughs> fuck this shit. What's Okay. Oh, God. This song took me on a whole fucking journey. <laughs> Did it? Okay. Yes. Hey, please, leave because me it sucked uh-huh. when I first listened to it because uh-huh. it's plodding. Yeah. It's empty. It is yeah. 73% chorus. Yeah. Oh, did you math it out? Is that real? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, even the Hornblatts couldn't save it. It feels like an, inter- yes. an interstitial piece. Yes. And I felt like I was missing something. Like, I felt like I should like this song. And Ed comes on, he's like, this is a banger. Ed, I don't even know if you know what a banger is anymore, man, because this is not a banger. But then, something was really bothering me about this song. It felt stilted. It felt slow. It felt sloppy. Uh-huh. It felt like they were, like, singing too slowly. Like, the, the, the pace was off. And so, did what I always do, put it on 1.5 speed. Yeah. And we're going to drop a little sample of that in right here. Look at that. It's a ska song. Yeah. It turned into a ska song. And I fucking loved it. I was singing it all day. Really? Yeah. Even as a ska song, I still didn't oh, like no, it. Oh, no, no, no. It's so much better. Okay. Ev, you have to rate the version of the song that exists. No, I don't. I don't, don't rate do, the version I don't have head. to do anything. Don't do this to me. Because what you're doing here is you're rating a song that doesn't exist. So, you're inventing so BNL a song. Ha- can never and will never play an up-tempo version of this. No, no, they. This will never <laughs> be a song they play live. Not capable of it. No, uh, I can't. <laughs> Our old man voices can't keep up. Their hands don't work that fast anymore. <laughs> I mean, the whole crux of this song is that they're old fucking men. Like this, the the boomer intro is just like, yep, here we go, let's do it. And then this whole song fucking sounds like a song that old people would dance to on a cruise. Yeah, I hate be- <laughs> it. Like, this reminded me of, what's that fucking chonky song I hated like two albums ago? I'm a mean cattle driver. I got bullets to spare. I'll take it or I'll leave it and put it anywhere. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Remember, he's like, uh, he's like just talking. Cut me open. You can count oh, my rings. yeah. What the fuck song was that? I don't like religion and I like wings. <laughs> <laughs> the you? show Tony Shalhoub breakout role. <laughs> now he voices Master Splinter and he makes my life whole. <laughs> <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this song fucking like this was for the old ladies in the crowd. I could see them dancing oh, yeah, to it. Oh yeah, because they they don't. It's for all the. It's they just can't get their hips working at the right. I mean, maybe. Yeah, this... and, and I include myself among those old ladies. Oh. Like I can't dance like I used to. I could dance a hundred old sakers. I could. <laughs> this, 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 Not sure what that means. <laughs> I could dance a hundred old sakers. <laughs> so let's let's diagram that. Uh-huh. I, I could dance a hundred old sakers. Okay, I subject. Yes, could, could dance. dance. Verbal phrase. A hundred old sakers. <laughs> so is old saker in italics? Is that a type of dance? Is that a dance move? Yeah, I think the old saker is a dance move. So what's the old, what's the old saker, I guess? is what I, This is what all the kids want to know. <laughs> the old saker. It's, the dance hall craze. It's sweeping the nation. Uh, it's when you pick up your right foot, you grab your toes with your left hand. So now you have to write an instructional dance. <laughs> First you pick up your foot with your right hand. <laughs> Just write the fucking hokey pokey. Uh, Lots of other lyrics I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like this, this song is just <laughs> so slow and plodding. So the old sakers, you pick up your foot with your right hand. Oh, okay, you want me Done. to finish this? No, that's it. That's just like okay. that. You just stop on the dance floor. Everyone picks up their foot. There's no rhythm to it. Then everyone just looks at the singer while they sing the song, just like staring at them with dead eyes. Um, Do you think your knees are going to be up to that? Do it a hundred times? You're just basically standing on one leg yes. like a flamingo. I can do it. The Did extremophile just... flamingos. <laughs> extremophile. Yeah. Flamingos are extremophiles. They live uh, in extreme environments. They oh. can survive. Jesus Christ. They you can said that word survive. just so you could prove that you knew what it meant. No, I was. knew I would question it. I thought of flamingos because flamingos stand on one leg. And then I thought of the time I took my son to the zoo recently uh-huh. and learned that they were extremophiles. Oh, okay. That's fair. Even though they weren't in their enclosure because it was too cold. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass flamingos. Um, yeah. I, can we... Just fucking... This song has three writers. Three fucking writers to write this song. Ed. Kev Griffin. Hello. And? <laughs> Remember the time yeah. that we referenced a bunch of other better songs in our song? And Craig Wiseman. Yeah. Did you research him? Yeah, he's a country legend. He's absolutely he was songwriter of the decade by the nashville uh songwriters association he's had like what 25 top 26 26 number one country hits yes with like from ranging from roy orbison to like fucking tim mcgraw kenny chesney blake shelton dolly parton like he wrote this song (laughs) what the fuck Happened to this song? You think it's like when like Justin McElroy consented to come onto our podcast. He was like just throwing <laughs> at a throwing at a bone. Do you think? I wonder if he just said like, "Hey Craig, can you just like just say the word the to me?" And Craig was like, "Okay, the." And he's like, "Now that's a lyric. Do you mind if I credit you?" <laughs> like I don't know if he did any actual work on this song. He couldn't have. He added the drive around in circles part. You can drive around in circles. Drive around in circles. Drive around in circles. Can we talk about how much I hate everything about this song, but specifically that part of this song? The drive around in circles part doesn't work at all. It just doesn't fucking work. It's a reference to a better song, which we've talked about before. You need to stop referencing good songs in your bad songs, right? We've talked about it on Blame It On Me. We've talked about it on fucking... There's a bunch of songs in Gordon that are just musically referential to other songs. We talk... Like, they keep... 
They keep doing it. Listeners, Ev got bored with me talking and he did a little funny thing with his shirt. And so like, I was like, wait, is this a reference? I think it is. And then I went and listened to the soul coughing song Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, this song fucking kicks ass. And then I had to come back and listen to Roll Out some more, which was- Just kick it out to 1.5 speed. Punishment. It was beautiful. not this song. Pick it up, pick it up. Oh I, man. No, I'm sure it's good. It's great. I'm sure not every soul coughing song is a banger, obviously. No. But to reference the best soul coughing song in your shitty Brennigan Lady song is a bad, dumb move. Like unmarked helicopters from songs in the key of X. The X Files related music thing. That's the only soul coughing. Oh. I was really into the X-Files as like a teen and then I uh, got the X-Files soundtrack. Songs in the Key of X is a great fucking name for that album. Yeah, and it had the fucking word, the Red Right Hand song. I don't know that one. Dined and delicted by his red right hand. I still don't know that one. Boop, I'm digging it though. We'll drop a little bit in right here. Great. It's a horrible song. I hate it. But everyone else loves it. Um, And it shows up in movies all the time. Like, this isn't a reference. They dedicated the whole fucking bridge to this one thing. It's actually raised right hand, not red right hand. I just had a Monda Green. I didn't want anyone (laughs) correcting me on Discord. Because it's a popular song. Sure. Uh, Unfortunately, with the layered harmonies behind it, this is the best part of the song. The best part of the song is the thing they fucking ripped wholesale from another song and dedicated 30 seconds to in this song. That sucks. This sucks. This song (laughs) sucks. I hate it. It sucks as envisioned, but I believe in the death of the author, so I can experience this song how I choose, which is at 1.5 speed, or it fucking rocks and it's a bop. Okay, but still, I'm pointing out things to you that had nothing to do with... Go ahead. It, yeah, you're right. That had nothing to do with the speed of the song. Yeah, you're right. So can you defend this drive around in circles part? It sounds really good at 1.5 <laughs> speed. <laughs> fucking drive around in circles, drive around in circles, drive around in circles. <laughs> also, I think YouTube does something with their algorithm that like when you speed it up, it doesn't pitch up the voice. But I feel like when I speed it up through uh, fucking audacity, it is going to pitch everything up. So it's not going to sound as good as how you remember it when I do it through here. Oh, I'm sorry for you. No, I'm sorry for our listeners. And I'm sorry for you because you're living in an idyllic world that doesn't exist in the real world. So you're saying that the audience can't experience art in the way they choose is what you're saying. Yes. You're you're a prescriptive, a hard prescriptivist. Okay. If I am The author's vision matters more than anyone else's and you cannot contravene it. Whatever the author gives as canon... If I'm if I'm a movie reviewer, so J.K. Rowling, and I go see the new Ben Affleck Batman movie, mm-hmm. right? And I bring a fucking a case of dibs into the theater, little butter Butterfinger dibs, right? Those okay. little those little chocolate covered ice cream niblets. Yes. And I'm watching the movie, and it fucking sucks ass. But then I'm like, fuck, this ice cream is good. Am I gonna come out and be like two thumbs up to the Batman? <laughs> no, I can experience it in my own way, but it's not the piece of media as intended. But. If you go into the theater and everyone's having a good time and you're swept along with the audience reactions, even though it's a bad movie, you can still enjoy it. And you could say, because art is about the experience of art, right? It's not necessarily about the art itself. So is our podcast about how we experience the Brandy Good Ladies? Or is it about the Brandy Good Ladies? I, I feel like, yes. To both? To, to the first one and the second one, yes. That would be both. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I guess. Because we have, we are very subjective in our ratings. Yeah. I mean, every rating is subjective. Well, there you go. But it's based on a common bond. We both listened to the same song. We did. In this case, we're listening to two different songs. Your song lasted 75% of the time the song mine did. Yeah, it was perfect. We're not... <laughs> we're if there not... was a way I could speed it up and just put... I'd be good. It'd be on my mix, man. Sure. I Why don't you just rip it from YouTube sped up? Oh, yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Can you do that? I don't even know if you can. Well, you can do YouTube to MP3. Then you can run it through a, an MP3 filter to but, speed it up. But then it's going to pitch it up. That's what I'm saying is your experience is going to be different from a lot of people's experiences, including the experience they're hearing from here. Well, so let's say um, let's say a deaf person wants to listen to the song and they they hear it. They, they, they do. They put, they put their hand on the uh, the thing and they uh-huh. experience the song. They, I mean, they're not hearing the song, but they're experiencing it. You're saying their experience isn't valid. I'm, I'm saying their experience. Let's I, say I'm not going to. Let's read, say I'm a not gay going, person listens. <laughs> I'm not going to read a review. Let's say a woman or a person of color listens to the song Saker. Yeah, well, and they bring a different uh, series of expectations to the table. Sure, but now we're talking about a whole. You you are you're pushing the goalposts and straw manning and you're doing every fucking logistical trick of the book. I'm trying to gish gallop you. Yeah, you really are. How do you explain that, Saker? <laughs> Like, I wouldn't read a review written by a deaf person and be like, well, I'm going to listen or not listen to the album based on the vibrations. They're just having a different experience than me. And that's fine. What I'm telling people is that <laughs> I'm I'm giving you the most common version of the song. The song that 99.9% of people are going to listen to. The wrong version. They should all speed it up 1.5. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies needs to punch this up. Then uh, it becomes a great song. I'm curious... The, the fucking anemic guitar solo in the middle of the song. is great. At 1.5 <laughs> Is speed. it better? Yeah. Does it make Ed afterwards going, yep, yep, again better? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> play a little bit. Play the one, play the guitar, guitar solo. Do it. Uh, uh, Do it right okay. now. I want to hear it again because I love this song so much. <laughs> All right, here we go. Right? It goes quick. God damn it. <laughs> it's a good it's a that good fucking g- rule. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. Ah oh, shit. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> Yeah, that that's Do you think we should do you think out. we should uh, draft a sincerely impassioned letter to the to BNL? <laughs> like send it to their P.O. box or something? I think you made a mistake when you mastered this album. <laughs> you let Kevin... My friends and I run the most famous Bare Naked Ladies podcast, and we have a couple notes for you. Actually, oh. just one over your entire catalog. <laughs> Roll out 150% speed. Please. Oh, God. God, I fucking hate that that, that solo did improve 100%. 150%. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, but you know what didn't improve? The, ooh, ooh, ooh. It just got faster. So I guess it was over quicker, but that didn't mean it was better. I hate that they're still doing the garbage ass commercial bullshit. Like, ooh. that's where they're at now. You got to meet them where they are. I, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I probably should. It's just, uh, it sucks. It, it feels bad to me. We got to judge the art in front of us, not the art we want to see. Listeners, Evan got the most gremlin face <laughs> I've ever seen when he said that garbage bullshit to me just now. Fuck, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, 
I've, I've, you've, you've demoralized me. <laughs> what else do you have to say about this fucking song? I've got other shit, but I don't want to say it right now. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? You can kiss my dust. <laughs> We're gonna roll out. It's about to go down. If you think I'm kidding, you can kiss my dust. Jesus fucking remarkably bad. Yeah, the, the lyrics, I mean, it's, the lyrics are fun. You could tell they wanted them to be fun. So again, reference, 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 reference. But this is like a. This is I'm, Kev Griffin wrote this song because it's Hey Lois, remember <laughs> living La Vida Loca? <laughs> like, but like, I think it's 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 that song you were always looking for. It's a song that should have started out the album at 1.5 speed, where they talk about, you know, we're back here. We're gonna roll out. We're gonna raise the roof. We're gonna do all these 90s slings. Yeah, this would have been a cool opening song. Except for the fact that there's no way they could have maintained the pace that this song <laughs> promises on the whole album. Uh, at 1.5 speed, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, so let's go into lyrics a little bit, I guess. Um, a lot of these lyrics are just fucking meaningless bullshit. Trite, like, we're about to roll out. It's about to go down. What the fuck is about to go down? What are you doing? We're going to kill it till the break. <laughs> I thought that, yeah, they were talking about uh, monster hunting. <laughs> oh, and like that's a- why your game show for this one is Vampire no, Killer. No, no. Oh, okay. I really thought this song was about, like, the CW series Supernatural. <laughs> we're back to the, those old days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, it just seemed like it. Like, I mean... It, the song is is sort of plotting, and Supernatural can be plotting at times. It's just the same series. Every 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 season is just the same arc over and over again. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, all the lyrics are directly about Sam and Dean. And as a Supernatural fanboy, I can totally I know I could dig into it, but I don't think that's that's not what our listeners are here. <laughs> of course not. It's, uh, it's, it's they're here for game show reads. So oh, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that this is definitely, um, especially with the the Journey reference and uh, the various like '90s rock references, things like that. Because Supernatural is like an '80s and '90s rock. Oh, is it really? Show. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they play it in their little. It's a fine show. So not only I mean this is a a, len, a song about kicking ass and taking names viewed through the lens of a 60 year old man, right? Because like the shitty references is. Sure, we got Journey, but we've also got fucking The Righteous Brothers mm-hmm. is a song that he references here as if it's like this badass, like, yeah, this song from 1965 is my point of reference for, like, a kick-ass rock song. Wouldn't it be righteous if we found a love and feeling? Oh, a twist and turn and journey, don't stop believing. Yeah, karaoke sing, shy girl gone, can I get a... And it's not even all rock. You talk, truly, La Vida Loca is referenced. The Backstreet Boys are referenced. Uh, and then, of course, Soul Coughing. Uh, but fucking Jesus Christ. That Backstreet Boys line, by the way, sucks. Why? Yeah, why? It's another Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you make yourself sound like... Is that a reference to a Backstreet Boys thing? I don't know enough about the Backstreet Boys. Neither do I. So his reference is lost on us. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get people tweeting at us. The Front Street Boys. <laughs> hey, oh, you really... How long have you been sitting on that <laughs> the one? The Front Sidewalk That boys. was... Fu- Dude, the Front, the front sidewalk, sidewalk Girls. Oh my God, we got there. <laughs> took us Jesus piece by Christ. piece. Laboriously. Like, we like to do everything on this cast. How about the, where he references Keep Calm and Carry On, like, fucking five years after that meme has passed? That sucks. I can see you need a little go in your feet up. Oh, find ourselves a little terra incognita. Yeah, we're gonna get it till the getting's all gone. Keep calm, carry on, turn it up, sing along. 
hasn't passed for the for you know elder millennials and uh, boomers. We're elder and, millennials. It's and, passed for us. Yeah, you're right. But Gen like, X is still is still chewing on that one though. But that's why this is a, a song viewed through the lens of an old per. I mean, whatever. He's 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 an old person. He's still trying to connect with the kids. Like, keep calm, carry on. Remember that meme from 2001. <laughs> like, I don't know. It sucks. But aren't, aren't we the kids? No. <laughs> I don't know. Late thirties, early forties is what he's trying to. The kids he's trying to connect to. I don't know anymore. I just like why jump on that bandwagon five years too late. Just like what are you doing? He is at peace with himself and the world and his place in it. That's- he has read "Field Guide to the Haunted Forest" by <laughs> Jared Anderson, a fine collection of poems about the world. Life. What do you think that K stands for in Jared K. Anderson? Kelly. Ooh, not a bad one. He used to go by J.K. Anderson. <laughs> and then that was ruined for him by J.K. Simmons, weirdly. Mm. Yeah. Once Whiplash came out, Jared had to start going by his full first name. Um, I think it stands for killer. <laughs> I think that dude's a real fucking killer. There are some good lines in here. Uh, the Terra Incognita line is mm-hmm. very good. I enjoyed Why? that a lot. It's a phrase that you don't normally hear. It's thoughtful. It's like a cool fun thoughtful lyric that's like oh what does that mean oh cool yeah let's go somewhere unexplored terra incognito it's just smart it, it harkened back to the days when the very good ladies wrote smart lyrics <laughs> for their songs find ourselves a little terra incognita it's a great rhyme with a fun phrase um the other lyric that stood out to me here was uh shy girl gone that sounds like a reference but i don't know who it would have been to exactly so I fucking, I was like, oh, it has to be referenced. So I searched for it, and it is a reference to the 2021 Bernaked Lady song, Roll Out, <laughs> which is the only place where those three words appear in combination. What about, what about Gone Girl? Gone Girl was a thing, right? Yeah, but what's shy? Why add the word shy? Shy Girl Gone? Karaoke sing, shy girl gone. Can I get a, get a, backstreet born that podcast is meaningless because this song is meaningless anyway that sucks <laughs> it's a phrase that means nothing that isn't even a reference to anything this song made me angry this might supplant aluminum for me <laughs> i did i am right there with you hating the song as it was presented to me <laughs> But after I made a few aftermarket modifications, <laughs> it became one of my favorite songs on the album. I Listen, everybody, I think the everybody? 2016 Honda Civic is a bad car. It broke down on me. But once I replace the engine and the entire frame, <laughs> this thing runs like a dream. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, uh, what, what, what fucking... What's with the flute synth in the second verse? It's like... it's It reminds me of... Here's a reference for people who are listening in Columbus. It reminds me of the Wednesday noon sirens. It's just like, <laughs> like it sucks. It's so annoying. Wouldn't it be righteous if we found a love and feeling? Oh, a twist and turn and journey. Don't stop. All right, that's this song sucks. Do you have anything else to talk about on this fucking dis- song? Disagree with that. I hate you. <laughs> you waste a fucking flesh. Um. That's all I had on this song, I think. Yeah, I got I got pretty much nothing. Okay. Else. Well, what game show is this song about? Oh, well, that's a good question. Let me see if I actually found one. I'm sure you did. Oh, there are words written on this page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Past Evan didn't drop the ball. <laughs> so I'm waiting for myself to do yeah, that. I'm, I'm sure you will. I thought this was first with maybe Legends of the Hidden Temple because they travel around the world in, you know, 
even though they're the same soundstage over and over again. Sure. But uh, no, no, this song wasn't about that. It was about, of course, because he's referencing 90s shit in this song, which I guess Legend of the Hidden Temple is 90s yeah. shit, but it's about a game show on the f- that's aired on the Family Channel. Remember the Family Channel? Was that what uh, WB turned into no, no. CW? No, 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 the Family Channel was... ABC was, Family. Yeah, yeah, cha- yeah, so the Family Channel was something that figured prominently in my like young life because okay. it was a channel you could your parents could just leave on and they were all family-friendly shows. So you'd watch like, you know, and leave it to Beaver and then also some other shit like Growing Pains and Okay. It was like 80s comedy and then cartoons and oh. then like other other It's fun. non-blue shows. Sure. So, so. Things that were cheap as fuck to get the syndication rights Damn to. Damn right. Okay. Yeah, so regurgitated <laughs> stuff. But there was a show on it called Maximum Drive. Okay. Maximum Drive. A game show. Uh, for children. Oh. For children. So starring th- children? Starring children. Three teams of kids compete in various themed motorsports to earn points. Oh. So. Um, oh, it was an original show. Yeah. They didn't ri- snag this yeah, one yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, continue. So it was uh, um, by RPM Productions. It, it aired from... Yeah, August 29th to November 25th, 1994. Okay. Saker's favorite. <laughs> so it aired for about three months. <laughs> three months? I can't believe you have. Do you have memory of the show? Or did you yeah, just yeah. I, think I, caught, I caught like one or two episodes. Okay, okay. But uh, um, it didn't really do it for me because uh, it's just about kids racing on like BMX bikes. Uh-huh. And they had like eight or nine different events. Like one of them. The thing is like they were kids, right? Those are like maybe 10, 11, 10, right. 10 to 13 year old. I, I imagine I remember them being, um, but they all seem to have some experience with motorsports. Okay. Because I mean, you don't just get like a fucking kid from gen pop and then put them on like a, uh, um, like an ATV or a four wheel or something. And then just right. have them fucking go to town on a mud course. Yeah. That would be because they had like a, they had like the long course race where they would like have hairpin turns and like, like horseshoes and like things like that. They had a short course and they had like those Argos. Remember those six wheel vehicles that were no. like all terrain. They were all terrain vehicles, but they had like six wheels and they would have them go through like mud and like the gator pit. Oh, and, uh, um, and they had to like, like the slam dunk where they had to like ride a, uh, um, Yamaha wave runner out into the, into a lake and like grab a ball out of the, uh, out of the lake and do a slam dunk on, a, um, uh, it sounds really fun. It, it looked like a fun show. They would uh, like a BMX rally. They had hovercrafts, like a, they would do hoverball, which is like soccer, but with hovercrafts. Okay. And so like, I felt like it was a very dangerous show for kids. Right. Cause they're going not slow. Yeah. And the things they're riding are not kid <laughs> like not like they're like sized down versions of everything for kids, but they're still like able to go relatively quickly sure. um and they were like they're like ones where they're like doing um motocross races but they all have water balloons and they have to like hand the water balloon like a relay race to their next uh, next thing in line so i remember seeing that and being like wow i should really get into motocross and then my parents going nope you're never gonna do that <laughs> like kids die on that all the time yeah so i'm wondering like what kind of safety regulations they have but it was the 90s fucking wild west man no yeah. one gives a shit about kids For sure wild and crazy kids beat kids kids on the street um interesting okay so in what ways is this song like roll out simply because they are indeed rolling, rolling out, out. <laughs> great Love i mean that. the song is pretty facile right and the show is pretty facile it's just sure. kids going around in circles the whole time. Sure. Drive around in circles. Right, yeah. right. And right. I mean, they're, and all the kids have like animal names, like lions, wolves, pythons, bears, stuff like that. So it's like a hidden temple sort of thing. Is where, that related to the song? No. I mean, it's just like like what 50-year-olds think kids are into. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and I mean, it's... I can imagine kids, like the Kids' Choice Awards and Nickelodeon having like a rollout. We're going to roll out, take over this town. Right? Yeah. They wouldn't say kill it, I don't think. No. We're gonna, yeah. Raise the, the roof till the sun goes down. Just like, 
it seems like this song, like you have pointed out that this song is adults trying to market to kids. Yeah. Like, are you guys ready for a banger of a show? <laughs> Prepare for Maximum this is Overdrive. Be fucking lit. This episode of Maximum Overdrive slaps. Bay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. If if Maximum Overdrive were in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, they would say uh, keep keep calm and carry on because mm-hmm. all the shit that we just said is five years old at this point. Keep calm and spray mud. Whoa, they would sell shirts with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So they... And also they did have, while the kids are riding around in circles, they're playing like 90s hits, but like with the, with the numbers filed off. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Did this actually... Yeah. Okay, so... Um, which would be equal to the references in this song, is what you're saying? Correct, I see. yes. Okay. Did people kiss dust often in uh, yeah. Maximum Overdrive? Okay. Yeah, yeah. When you're riding that uh, Yamasaki Moto Pro Gold around that uh, Dust Bowl radio station MC who's yelling at you about, hey, kids, look at, look, uh, I reached into the TV and I pulled you out. These kids are just like you at home. You could be <laughs> these kids. Come on to Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Now, this game show, it's weird that they pulled, like, famous, like, they, Emilio Estevez, Pat Hingle, um, and then the, <laughs> the part where they drive trucks over children mm-hmm. seems like a Well, that's the thing, is, like, the kids are racing, but there's also, a, instead of a pace car, they have a chase truck, <laughs> where it's just a big car. fucking truck. <laughs> sure. That, but you don't, you don't really see the driver. All you see is his, like, his... Um, his big his, green like, goblin his, his tan <laughs> Yeah, the big green goblin face on the front, and, like, his tanned forearms. He's oh, basically, sure. like, he's like a Michael Myers character. He's, yeah. like, the shape. But, like yeah, that. he's killed many kids. Okay, cool. Uh, Just like this song. (laughs) Has killed many kids. God, do you think the Renegade Ladies will ever... Just like 100 Sakers has killed many kids. (laughs) You just stare. It's not hard. Um, Do you think Renegade Ladies will ever explore the baby blue note? Uh, The one that kills children. (laughs) The the note that you can play that makes... uh, Baby Ch- children's yeah, yeah the font the fontanelle on their head just cave in <laughs> just cave in yeah like a fucking <laughs> just wobbles it too much and then their brains are they just turn to jelly that's fun i think that's something that's a good thing we came explore. up with just now yeah i like it's a million dollar idea we got a lot of them on this show well, and a song that me, kills babies is give, one of them apparently. give me a million dollars or i'll kill these babies. <laughs> yeah that's true ransom is a million dollar idea isn't yeah. it <laughs> all right ebo yeah, how would joe campbell do at maximum drive he would kick he would well, the thing is, like, he's driving child-sized versions of all the stuff that he did. Uh, is so it a child he... Joe Camel? Was Joe Camel ever a child? Mm. He smoked back then, if he yeah, was. Yeah, So child Joe Camel would do really well. Okay. I think child Joe Camel would take it all. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Well, the thing is, they're teams of three, so he has to have two other people with him. Let me ask you this. What if Joe Camel didn't do well? My theory presupposes <laughs> that Joe Camel doesn't do well on this show. And what this does, the other kids laugh at him. And this spurns him forward to a get really into manly things like never be laughed at again. To never reveal his feelings again Mm -hmm. because he's like crying on the ground. That's why. So maybe this is Joe Camel colon X versus (laughs) (laughs) Joe Camel colon origins, right? Yeah. Maybe this is where kid Joe Camel. Uh, you know, I'm going to pick up smoking, a manly thing to do, maybe, you know, never take off my leather jacket except when I'm wearing my big white, um, non button jacket yes i'm gonna work out so hard so that i can pull ladies i'm gonna become a flying ace damn yeah this makes a lot of sense i'm gonna condition my fur absolutely humiliated on a national scale and uh the family everyone tuned in (laughs) three months august 29th 1994 you know they they say that the november 1st the flame that 
burns shortest burns brightest. And let me tell you, everyone in America was watching Maximum yeah, Drive. Yeah. Come see the camel child. Yes. Come see, come see the horrific It was a big child. poll. Emilio Estevez was like, <laughs> come see the camel child. Come one. Come all. <laughs> see the camel child. Good. Yeah. Almost there. We finally proved that human animal crossbreeds are less effective at riding BMX bikes than humans. <laughs> That was what humanity's been wondering for years. Yes. How are yes. the hybrids at well, you get those? You get those shows where, like, well, what if I spliced in some ape DNA? Perhaps I could be stronger. Those. I could be better at brachiation. Sure, those famous shows. Yes, and then they're like, no, you wouldn't be. Uh-huh. The camel boy cannot ride a Argo. The yeah. camel boy is not good at hovercraft if, soccer. If we could splice animal DNA with human DNA, do you think they would bring back American Gladiators? Mm. <laughs> and it would just be like the elephant man and like Mr. Cheetah. But so would, would humans be competing against them? Yeah. They would just get humiliated every that time. That would be really fun. That would be fun. They'd fucking die. Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be very cool. Um, all right. I think it's time to rate this song. <laughs> As usual, Ev, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, my friend, we start with you. How many clothes do you roll out with? I don't like my 2016 Honda Civic. <laughs> I know you don't. It, the engine broke. <laughs> it burns oil, so I have to get the oil changed every two months. Okay. Uh, the tires keep deflating on their own, even though I get them replaced. Sure. It wants it wants the air. That's what the mechanic <laughs> it told wants me. The air. That's what the mechanic told me. You seem to have sentient tires. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the car wants the air. Oh, okay. The car wants to breathe the air from its tires. That's <laughs> how it breathes. Is what the mechanic told me. So as we drove it, it deflated and inflated on the wheels. It was very strange. So yeah, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this car. I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna go street racing, like a uh, Fast and the Furious style, uh-huh. with it. And my po- my my plan is to lose the car in a, in, a, in a street race. Like at least I can go out in a blaze of glory instead sure. of like limping along like this shit. So I go down and uh, I go there and there's a guy. Hey, how you doing? It's like he's they're all just sitting on their car with their uh, with their arms crossed and their muscle shirts and stuff. And I come out in my let's say velour track suit. Just, uh, you know, and my gold chain, um, fake gold, you know, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to spring for a real gold chain. Blood gold. I'm saving up for a, a 2018 Honda Civic. Sure. <laughs> um, once I get rid of this guy, <laughs> but there is that small minuscule chance I could win a muscle car okay. or a, uh, uh, like a Japanese. Uh, so you think uh, this is a game of chance that you're playing? Well, I mean, basically, he could have a bat. His worst day. I, I could be racing on their worst day and your best so day and my best day. Sure. Yeah. I mean the, the car I've given the car as much air as it can breathe. Sure. Um, so I get into my car, broom, 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 broom. I've got my NOS energy drink like uh, screwed into the uh, cigarette lighter um, to ready. I get they can beat it with my little hammer so it sprays the NOS into the engine. Um, and uh, he's there, this Vin Diesel looking motherfucker. He looks like a hard 80. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who I imagine races cars. In sure, Columbus. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pedal to the metal, the, the the beautiful girl comes out and drops that little uh, flag. Well, before she drops it, you're like, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, and you're fucking around with the laptop on your passenger seat, setting rollout to 1.5 speed. <laughs> well, just wait. <laughs> okay, just oh, sorry. wait. So I, uh, we pedal to the metal. He starts off, he's, he's beating me. He's beating me in my Valert track. He's just destroying me. Uh-huh. This, this is just a terrible race. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I, I I juice the nos way too early, so I catch up, and for a moment I'm like looking over, and then he just does that like head nod, and then just accelerates because he doesn't even have to juice his car. Right. It's, it's already beaten me, even with the I've I've emptied a whole six pack of nos into my <laughs> yeah, into my great. catalytic converter, and it's just gurgling, it's gurgling, <laughs> spraying fucking monster energy drink everywhere. Pieces of your car <laughs> yeah. falling off. Yeah, well, pieces of my car do fall off, like the the um the top. 
the the what are those the not sunroof what are the fucking part of the car that has the windows in it and the, the frame the well, the top part of it. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, that just peels right the fuck <laughs> okay. off. Just rips off. And so they, the wind is blowing. Like the, I, there's a spray of glass, and I hold my hands up, <laughs> and it just cuts the uh, cuts all across my velour tracksuit, uh-huh. and it rips off. And um, I'm like, come on, baby. Come on, baby. And now that I've, I've sped up a little bit, I'm at 1, 1.2 speed. <laughs> and it's going, I'm going faster, and he's, I can see he's sweating a little bit. I'm seeing sweating. Like, oh, yeah. Like a, uh, um, a long chase in a... Uh, 1600s British sailing movie. I need to lose weight. I realized that. <laughs> okay. I realized that. So I'm like, fuck. So I turn around. I put my um, welding mask down, and I cut out the uh, back seats. They fly right out. Now I'm at 1.4 speed. My my tracksuit's getting sparks all over it. It's starting to burn. It's starting to burn, baby. How he's like, long is this? Race? He's looking. He's looking back. He's looking. This is all taking place in the span of 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. He's looking back. I can see he's starting to sweat. And then we do the, the hairpin turn. My back tires come rolling off. Uh-huh. That's, where, that's where all the power is. <laughs> so, my, so my car is just grinding Scream. along, <laughs> screaming along. Okay. Screaming along. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at 1.45 speed. I just need to lose one last thing. And I look down, see my gold chain. No. Take it off. Shoo, there's like a, a slow-mo uh, Ang Lee shot of it. Uh, birds flying up and when well, it lands on a pigeon or some shit and it flies away with my gold chain on it. But I beat him at 1.45 speed. Finally, my velour tracksuit is ripped up. It's fucking, you can see me through it. Uh-huh. Um, it's a terrible thing to wear. It's comfortable though. Just it's laying in the cup, but it's all cut with glass. It's burning and I'm basically, you can see my junk hanging out, my one nut hanging out of the, the bottom there. Sure. I've got, it's got spark burn holes in it, but you can see a lot of skin through that, baby. Yeah. And I beat him and I win his Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. But now you have to keep your Honda Civic. You didn't lose it. I know. Well, um, I, uh, I throw him because I'm classy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I get into his Honda and I drive away and he's like, man, I'm never going to race again. I'm like, just keep your chin up, Bo. And I sh- throw him a, a bunch of, I throw him like the, the keychain that has like my car keys, my house keys, <laughs> my office keys, three or four keys from stuff that I don't own anymore on it. Yeah. yeah. So I just throw him this big fucking thing of keys. It's got a bottle opener on it. <laughs> he just like grabs it in his big fucking ham fist and goes, thanks, man. That's real classy. <laughs> and I just put the fucking pedal to the metal and drive away. And then wow. this car starts breaking down. Oh, no. It needs the air. Oh, you're the Midas. What can I tell you, man? It needs the air. <laughs> that sucks. You sensitize any car that you touch. Yeah, it's me. The wow. problem. The problem is me. It always has been. And uh, I can't. I <laughs> as can't, anyone who listens to this podcast can attest, the problem is you. <laughs> I can't enjoy this song. I can't enjoy this song or any car as it was made. I have to. Wow. I have to add some aftermarket effects. Wow. It's funny, as everyone knows. The less weight you have, the more likely you are to win a street race. That's why I always go to every street race on a bicycle. And just fucking <laughs> his Honda versus my fucking, like, Schwinn. And I beat every one you of do. them. You do. You are so fast. I've got so little weight on that thing. It just kills. Um, For me, my eyes open. But it's dark. Open your eyes, I, I see. see. Your eyes are open. That's how that song <laughs> sounds to me. Um... And uh, I think like are 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 my eyes open? And I touch my face. Yes, I can feel that my eyes are open. Have I gone blind? May- Hello? Any- is anyone? Hello? There's no sound. There's no echo. Even it sounds like I'm in a really tight, close chamber, right? And then I'm like, where, where, where am I? And then there's a flash of light, and I I, I get one look around, 
and I see that this orange flash of light illuminated some machine that's over there, but also just fucking like different colors everywhere. Just like these walls with like wrinkles in them. And like, you know, what is that? Where am I? <laughs> Wrinkled walls. And then I, I come to You're an old man's colon a little bit. And I realize like, Oh, a little bit. Oh, shadows on the walls. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> we can't live. We've, we've been forever changed. <laughs> Elef- I envy elephants. No, wait. I envy dogs. I can forget. Yeah. I'm an elephant. I can never forget a little bit. Um, and I remember what happened. I remember the fact that the year is 2040. <laughs> and for years now, we've been jettisoning our unwanted clothes into space. And all these unwanted clothes have smushed together to form this clothes android. And they had to send someone from Earth up to just deep impact, to Armageddon, this meteor, right? So I remember, yes, that's right. My spaceship is up on the surface. And I was going to plant the bomb, but then I got the word that it's too close. I need to go inside the clothes meteor to explode it. And I, I found a deep well. That's right. I'm inside. I'm deep in the meteor that's made of all these pieces of clothes. And this thing that's beeping and glowing, this is a bomb. And I had to fall down here. I had to sacrifice myself in order to blow up this clothes meteor. I am surrounded by miles worth of jeans and shirts and fucking socks, thongs, everything. And I just say, I see that button on there and I say, it's time to roll out. We got to kill it till the sun comes up. And then I hit that button. I immediately am obliterated. I'm dead. But you know what? It doesn't work. I, I, I smash part of the meteor, but it still crashes into earth and causes a deep impact that uh, destroys the human race. So I've killed myself for no reason and nothing. And uh, this song fucking sucks. And I hate it. You just need more context. If only tiles. I had gotten there to the asteroid faster. I wouldn't have had to go in if I had been driving at 1.5 yeah, speed. Yeah. But you know what? That ship what you should have done does not go 1.5. Was put engines on the asteroid to make it go faster. And if it went 150% faster, it would not degrade its orbit. And we would see it. Sure. We'd have a second beautiful textile moon. Yeah, that's smart. But you know what? Unfortunately, it's not a possibility. <laughs> Nothing can go that fast. So, just had to make do. Mm. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A very good ladies podcast. Hey, Ev. If you could matrix, would you? <laughs> if I could matrix, meaning if I could go to Zion? You take whatever you... This is this is a death of the author thing. I just write the question. You you bring your own lived experience to it. I absolutely... I am a creature of comfort. Now, I go to protests and I do all the shit that I need to do to make my world better. But if someone said, hey, do you listen, do all the shit you need to do? To every make it? single thing that I can. <laughs> if somebody came to me and said, listen, this world you're living in right now is fake. I could take you to the real world, which sucks ass. <laughs> would you like to go to Zion? I would say, fuck no. That's ridiculous. Who would take that? Like, this isn't the real world, but the real world is awful. And there's Almost no chance, unless you're Jesus, that it's gonna get any better, right? But you're you're li- being lied, man. The Earth is flat. That's fine. 
I would be happy to believe that the Earth is round because it makes more sense to me. It would break my brain. If the Earth really is flat, I don't want to know that because it doesn't make any sense. Well, see, the Matrix, only people who get out of the Matrix are special people who look for the real truth. I don't think... Question everything. Maybe. I think some people are just pulled out, aren't they? No. You have to, like, find your way out. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think at least in the first movie. Like, because I know that there's a lot of... Uh, very intricate backstory. Yeah, I don't know if we, uh, it's, it's not in the, maybe it's in the EU. You have to be ready for it. You have to want it. Yeah, we only see Neo getting out. Neo, yeah, yeah. sorry. Neil, <laughs> but, yes, Neil. Uh, but he gets out like three or four times. Yeah, you haven't seen the new one yet, have you? I have. Oh, you watched it? It was fine. Yeah, that's right. We talked about this Yeah, yesterday. it's like my second favorite Matrix movie. That's right, because I said it was my third. Yeah, because yeah. I think Matrix 2 is the most kick-ass. I haven't seen two or three in you need to 15 years. I will, I will. My friend and I are watching them Every time he comes over and my partner is out of the room, we watch we watch three to five minutes Weird. of Matrix. Okay. Um, everything I thought I loved about the Matrix for a long time I thought was in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Everything is in the second. You want those ghosts? You want those vampires? You want the werewolves? This is what all of our myths come from. I, fucking that rules. They come from exiles. I love that. Uh, <laughs> what? You're, it's <laughs> nice a creation myth in those my sci-fi like, story. Those two like uh, sweet little like Rasta dread white guys are ghosts. That's cool. Aren't they cool? Did you like how they were... No, spoilies. Did you like how they were like a uh, fucking samurai in the new one? I didn't... I don't remember. Oh, wow. They were in there? Oh, the exiles were samurai. Yeah. yeah. I think they were just a... Uh, whatever it's Asian whatever cool. Asian stunt actors they could get for for a cheap amount it's of money. It's kind of cool to think that... They, yeah, because I'm sure it was cheap to make the Matrix Resurrection. Uh, um, mm -hmm. It's going to cost them $10. Um, it's cool to think that there have been exiles for... This is... Spoiler talk. Okay, so, so just go ahead. If you don't want to... Skip until you hear the... Stop hearing the music <laughs> if you don't want Matrix Resurrection spoilers. But I thought it was cool how there have been exile agents forever. Like, there was exile agents... There were Agent Smiths in fucking Ronin times. Like, fucking Japan walking around. That's because the exiles are programs that no longer have any use. Right, but they're just previous iterations of the 1990s. Right? Because iterations of the the, the the machines didn't rebuild all of history. They just this made is the sixth iteration of the Matrix. Right. They rebuilt the whole thing. Right. But they didn't rebuild all of history, human history. They just rebuilt a so like a slice of it. This is like a young the, Earth sort of thing. The nineteen. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the. I mean, if it's the sixth iteration of the Matrix, right? They start the clock at nineteen ninety, and everyone just is alive in or whatever the nineteen ninety nine, whatever America, yeah. and it's gotten to this. This iteration is now at twenty twenty one America. Mm. Interesting. So they've only got this like twenty-year slice of America. Yeah. That they they can't they can't keep the algorithm like coherent long enough for them to get beyond twenty years. So they just like re they just hard reset everybody. Wow, the Matrix has only been around for like a hundred years, hundred twenty years, I guess, right? Maybe. Yeah. Every twenty years they have to reset it. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps fucking up. Um, good 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 good, good flick. I liked it. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I was amazed. We have a friend who's a movie critic, and it showed up on his like 15 best films of the year list. Yeah, that blew my mind. I watched it with him. Oh, really? Oh, that's how you saw on it on my birthday. So, see, so, you know, that's why I think he might have liked it better because he watched it with a friend. Well, he was also explaining it to me as because he had watched the three movies. He had watched the sure. the three because I've seen the first Matrix 15 times, and I've seen the second Matrix one time, and the third Matrix half of a time. Okay, yeah, that one sucks. So, um, 
Yeah, so I didn't remember. So he's like, oh yeah, so actually these are the Gringlogs and they uh, they run the Dark Walker League and like he was just this like, is, this is Gringotts and it's where all the makers keep so. their money yes. and it's run by Jewish stereotypes for some reason. Yeah, um, from a previous version of the Matrix where yeah, everybody was where everybody was stereotypes. Yeah, very very bad. That's where we get our stereotypes, stereotypes from. It's yes. a sort of a it's legend. Programs that still. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Jesus Christ. All right, come back in. He was in the Matrix. Hey, if you're listening, come back in. We stopped doing Matrix spoilers. It's fine. And now we're going to talk about the podcast Bed Bath & Bionicle. <laughs> That's right. A Bionicle lore podcast that was revived and turned into an ARG and audio drama. This latest episode was a show swap, Bed Bath & Blaseball. The Orange Grove Show Swap Week begins with a special episode that's not really a swap at all, as Joe and Riley return to the classic BB&B format to discuss a brand new bee that was requested by many. But, I feel like we just did a commercial for this not too long stuff. ago. Oh, bed, bath, and butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Explains how to put in anal plugs. Oh, and there's a, you, you, you can't jump into butt yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, you, you gotta prep yourself for butt stuff. You can jump into some levels of butt stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like a... It's a gradated thing. You got to work up to the big boys. Yeah, you can't just you go can't into that. You can't jump into anal sex. Yes, <laughs> that is, that's no. <laughs> that's a big, a big step. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is this useful? Should we do bed, bath, and butt <laughs> stuff next show swap week? I don't think I want to talk about butt stuff for uh, like an hour. Yeah, that'd be weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about eating ass and sucking your own dicks <laughs> yeah, on this podcast. Yes, we many have. Times. But <laughs> an hour is a bridge too far. Maybe we can just find some media that does butt stuff and then talk about that media. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm trying to shut you down without, you know, just telling you to, to, to shut up. But. But. Stuff. <laughs> hey, gotcha. We got there. Oh, you tricked me. <laughs> I got you. I got you to talk about butt Trick, stuff. Tricked me again. That's right. I was just, the whole time I was talking about B-U-T stuff. I was talking about, <gasps> maybe I was talking about B-U-T-T-E stuff. Just oh, butt but stuff. Butte stuff. Butte stuff. <laughs> Bed Bath and Buttes. <laughs> That's a fun one. We I wish it were more like they did, you know, Bed Bath and the Bouncer, Bed Bath and, you know, Bionicle. They should just do like Bed Bath and Bread. Just <laughs> let's talk about something Man, very I fucking simple. love bread. Me too. I would eat a piece of bread. Right like now. bread. I would eat Bed Bath and Biscuits. Well, I mean people who well, I guess there's gluten-free bread. So yeah. some people can't eat bread. Yeah, and I feel I feel very sad. Yeah. That why? People, that people can't enjoy bread. I felt sad because I thought about shit. <laughs> We have become an Ouroboros. <laughs>We're back with more It's All Been Done, a Brannigan Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin this uh, huge wheel. All that you will see is a celebrity. Which celebrity is this song about? Who's gonna roll, roll out? <laughs> Who's gonna blow down? Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's a washed up piece of shit who uh, keeps putting out music. Kid Rock. Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. That's almost you tensed up. <laughs> well, like, I have like a trauma response to that name because I remember. You remember I lived over that bar and they just play Kid Rock yes, songs all fucking day. That's right. I had forgotten. So about I do that. have a like, I have some mild PTSD related to Kid Rock. I was like, like when you torture someone, <laughs> one of the things you want to do is break up their sleep cycle. Sure. So I was basically light tortured <laughs> for a year as I lived above a smoky honky tonk bar. Yeah. That played Kid Rock songs at like 3 a.m. Jesus Christ. Randomly. That sucks. And then they had karaoke night on Thursdays where they would karaoke Kid Rock songs. Just Kid Rock? <laughs> Mostly. Those are the ones that came through the floor. Yikes. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, Kid Rock is desperately trying to hang on to, you know, any sort of, um, you know, fame he once had. His latest song was trying to, like, it was very clear that he was trying to create memes of the song. It was so yes. ridiculous, and the yes. video was so fucking dumb, and, uh, yeah, Stupid. okay. The video was... Stupid's gonna net me a five-minute toilet sit. It's a bad word. Oh, yeah, from my son. The video was so fucking foolish. ridiculous, <laughs> foolish, wild... Um, I don't know. It's just like, I think that's good. I think this is someone desperately trying to hang on to their fame and the youth while pretending that their 60 year old body can handle partying till the break of dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Kid Rock still parties to the break of dawn? I feel like he wants to. Yeah, certainly. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you're not answering my question. Yeah, I feel like he does pull out an occasional party to the break of dawn. Oh, okay. I don't feel like he goes to bed at nine. Right. Yeah. Like brushes his brushes his kid rock teeth. He's on his third set of teeth. <laughs> his rocks as he calls them. Takes off his kid crocs. Yeah, man. What about <laughs> sets his kid clock in the morning? Uh, having the name like, like do you think, what, what about like when Lil Bow Wow is like eighty seven? Well, he's not Lil Bow Wow anymore. He's just Bow Wow. Oh, see, the kid rock didn't change his name. No, he's not, he's not just rock. He anymore. should be adult rock. He should be adult, <laughs> adult contemporary. That's <laughs> what he should be. Oh, when is he gonna be old rock? I'm surprised he and Dwayne the Rock Johnson never had a feud. Yeah, I think that like, yeah country has gone the way of like the conservative party where they've like made a a a, a, a dark alliance with like far right sure. people and like like nationalists Absolutely. essentially and i think country music like he is like the outgrowth of that this new kid rock song yeah. like i don't want to do anything you can't make me because i'm a human being right. which i mean he's got a point like human beings have some integral rights but also you know we live in a society so eat shit <laughs> thanks joker go live in the fucking go live in the fucking woods then you won't get covid if you live alone in the woods yeah. but if you want to participate and drive on roads he's had covid probably four or five times yeah. by now do you think he's not an anti-vaxxer is he? he's probably he's probably he's probably one of those he's shits like who is, yeah he's probably one of those shits that is fully vaccinated yes. like b- triple boosted and, and still, yeah still yeah. like not wearing masks and stuff yeah. like that was it you i was talking to about uh reading that uh post by that guy who like just went to different pharmacies and got a booster like every two or three days um just because he was like I, th- I think I could use another booster. He's going to die. Yeah, he had like 30... Bo- well, and who knows who, how real this story is yeah. that I was just reading on a website. But like apparently they found out because he got he went to the doctor and his doctor gave him a blood draw and was like, your blood is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like visibly weird. that They were like, oh, this is not yeah. normal blood. <laughs> my, uh, my father-in-law tells a story about one of the firemen because firemen are very smart people. Mm-hmm. Um, who wanted to uh, get more? Pro- he, his doctor told him he needed more protein in his diet, so he gr- he made a steak, blended it up so it was, a thing, and then he injected it into his you arm, told me about and it immediately had a heart attack and <laughs> almost died. He was in the hospital no, for like eight months. No fucking kidding! What in what universe? Why would he do that? That's the Darwin. Yeah, thing I'm not knocking I've firemen. They're they're heroes. They're like unlike the police. Yes. They do mostly good. Yes, they show up when they're needed <laughs> and they take care of business. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But like, where? Did he think it was gonna be faster? Because it's all t- I don't know, man. It's fucking wild. Just fucking wild. Um. Anyway. Bed, Bath, and Bio. <laughs> what are we, are we talking here? about? We're uh, in the wheel segment. We're in the wheel segment. We're talking Kid about Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah. Kid Rock. <laughs> He's got a little, he needs a little loco in his Vita. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got quite enough loco in his Vita. <laughs> now, do you think Kid Rock lives, lives a wild life, or do you think it's all for show? I don't know. I'm sure he lives in the fucking Hollywood Hills in a million-dollar house and probably doesn't come out because, you know, the paparazzi are annoying. So, no, he probably lives a very quiet life, to yeah, be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Let's, let's Google Kid Rock's house. Okay. 
hang on. Would you, if you could, if you could matrix and have kid the machine, so you're like, I can get you out of the matrix. You can live in the real world. Mm-hmm. Or the machines are like, you can stay, but you have to live Kid Rock's life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what you, you have to be Kid I Rock. Mean, you could, That's you, the only opening we have. You can immediately turn things around for the better. No, it, you can't. You have to live his life as he would have lived it. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, here you go. Here's his 2.1 million Detroit mansion. Oh, he lives in Detroit, so... Uh, well, he sold this mansion. Okay. So, I don't know where he lives now, but this is... Uh, On the street, right? I mean, that looks like a modest mansion. Yeah, to be honest, it is less... As far as mansions Oh, it's, go. it's a, right on the lake, too. Yeah, that I mean, it's, it's got nice location, but, like, that's the mansion I would imagine, like, a doctor lives in. Yeah, me too. For Kid Rock, it, this is wild. Oh, my God, look at the inside. Mm-hmm. How tasteful. Natalie Herbert Designs. <laughs> Shout out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is a—it's a beautiful house. Kid Rock, shout out to you. Did you ever see? Do you know? You know Genius, the uh, um, the site where you can find lyrics for yes. things with annotations and all that mm-hmm. shit. Um, Does he go and annotate his own songs? No, but somebody annotated the new one, and oh shit, it's not here anymore. Uh, but it used to be like every line you could click on would be like. Like, Detroit till I die, motherfucker, is the intro. And if you click on it, it's like, Kid Rock has not lived in Detroit since 2014 or whatever. Like, every line was just like, Kid Rock does not actually believe this or whatever. But it was very funny. Um, In any case, I hope we answered your question, Wheel. Hey, do you remember the two towers? Do you remember how it made you feel when they came crumbling down? Oh. It made me feel like Shadow and Little Bit. Now it's time to take a question from our friends, our fans, our dinky little doodads. Here's a question from our friend, Matthias. Matthias, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, it's been our, a bit. Our German friend, Matthias. Oh, by the way, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Please fucking email us. Please, please, please. Here's a question. Matthias says, hi, guys. <laughs> and then it just gets right into the question. Very, very German of him. Who does each man good lady think killed John F. Kennedy? <laughs> what? Why? Why is that the one he would send us? Oops. Right below it, it says, just kidding. Exclamation point. My actual question is, what famous piece of art do you think each barenaked lady would hang in their home? <laughs> Love you and can't wait to see you soon. I'll be waiting at your house when you get home, Ev. <laughs> and then it's signed at the bottom. Thank you, Matthias. Yeah. Thanks. Well, what do you think? Each barenaked lady... Has to have a famous piece of art in their house. I don't think I know enough famous pieces of art. Oh, no. Here's, let's, okay, so I'll name four famous pieces of art. And I think then they're we like just assign Washington qu- crossing the Delaware. Washington crossing the Delaware is one. Whistler's mother yes. is one. Uh, we could the, go the, crack the whip at the Butler Art Institute crack, of Youngstown, I love Ohio. that one. That was their big claim to fame. Uh, and then Andy Warhol's uh, uh, toilet that he just put in the middle of the room, right? Was that a, a urinal? Did he do that? Probably. Okay. So. Andy Warhol's urinal goes straight to Ty. <laughs> and for him, it's a functional piece of art. Yes, yes. It's something Ty always use. Ty is always function over form. But I think also it is just a piece in the middle of the room. And so, like, every time he uses it, it just drains out the bottom. And his fucking cleaning lady's like, <laughs> Mr. Mister Stewart, you have to stop. I like to destroy beautiful things. <laughs> what do I hire you for? Yeah. Clean up my piss, woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ty. Yeah, wow. <laughs> we had the wrong idea. I thought he was a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he seemed super nice. Forcing his cleaning lady to clean his piss. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, what's next? Do you think like his daughters are downstairs watching like Rescue Rangers or something and then they just hear like the patter of Ty's urine on yes. the floorboards above? His 19-year-old daughters are home from college. No, they're kids. 
Uh, really? His daughter's kids? I thought his daughters were grown up. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I do definitely remember that I found their name and then searched for them and found one of them on Twitter. Uh, and it's de- definitely like just a chill account where they talk to their friends, but they like were in the right location and the pictures seemed to match up. I did a lot of research for this and then never talked about it on the podcast because it was so creepy. Wow. But uh oh, wow. here we are talking about it right now. Wow. <laughs> in any case, you could really live Kid, Ro- Kid Rock's life. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> You're a Kid, <laughs> Kid Rock. Rock, aren't you? <laughs> uh, and so the next one who owns Crack the Whip? <laughs> Crack at the, the Butler whip. Art Museum. I feel like. Uh, that would be well. It, none of those. These are by indigenous artists. So Kev would <laughs> Kev would own none of these. Sure. Okay. Um. Probably. Probably. Oh, I feel like Whistler's mother is a hundred percent Jim. Oh, it's Snap the Whip. Snap the by, Whip by Winslow Homer. Winslow Homer. I only know about it because Saker and I both grew up in Youngtown adjacent towns, and it was the most famous painting at our Butler Art Institute of that American Art. Is correct. Uh, boy, it doesn't say where. Oh, yes, it does. Butler Institute of Art, but. Uh, it also says that he painted a second version, which is now in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Uh, so he just fucking did a second version of it. That's very weird. Hey, okay. man, if you can do two and one of them gets in the Met. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a good job. If you get ain't working. Um, so uh, what do you think? Uh, who owns that? I feel like Snap the Whip would go to Ed because it's very wholesome. It's just like kids sure. playing a game where they get their arms ripped out of joints. And, sure. You know, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go flying over that beautiful idyllic field. Yeah, it is wholesome. Yeah, I feel like Ed would Ed would enjoy that. He'd put that over his fireplace and he and Natalie Herbert would curl up with a big snifters of brandy and they're yeah. in front of a roaring fire. Yeah. And they would just like, you know, canoodle a little bit. And he doesn't he's taken they've taken their T V out of the room because they feel like they don't own a TV anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it just took away from time. They just felt like they were turning into zombies. They unplugged yeah. when they unplugged. Ed decided to take his own words to force at a, a new disaster, and he just unplugged his whole family from the TV. He doesn't have any... He only has his recording equipment now. And they only listen to Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do we have left? Whistler's mother and... I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Should I we just pull another piece of art? Yeah, sure. Uh... I mean, the scream. The, okay, the scream. Gustav Krim's the scream. Jim owns the scream, almost certainly. Uh, isn't it? Uh, Gustav Klim is the kiss. I don't. I know. I was okay. Just, it's like Otto von Bismarck's the scream. <laughs> sure. Otto von Bismarck presents That's the, the scream. scream. X first ever. <laughs> um, Jim owns the scream. Uh, and I think he does a little ritual every morning. It's right posted like on top of his bed. So... He wakes up every morning, his eyes snap open, he looks at it, and he screams sort of uh, empathetically with it. And that starts his day off right. He's just like a fucking like 30 second to 45 second guttural primal feral scream to start your day. He, that's a, that ain't working. That's how that's he does the, it. That's the way he does it, yeah. And he just rolls out of his uh, his 100% bamboo cotton sheets. That's right. Yeah, no ray on here, baby. Yeah, onto his... Uh, his floor is heated. It's like the the thermal flooring where it's a uh, it heats from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he laid that in himself because he got really into um, duct work. <laughs> yes, uh, one of his many <laughs> one hobbies, of his many passions. Yeah. Yes. Um, what do you think for Kev? You think he would definitely have? There was no chance that he would have anything but indigenous art. Yeah, I feel like that's his thing. Like the one BNL boy we know is actually into art. Yeah, we would be remiss not giving him a piece of indigenous art. Okay, uh, so. Should we famous indigenous art? Is there anything that I would maybe recognize on here? Now I am an idiot, and I'm not an art person. Um, but maybe uh, self-portrait in my Christian Dior bathing suit. 
by Carl Beam from 1980? Is that a is that a thing? Uh, that... <laughs> no. Um, okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I don't fucking I don't know any of these. They're all very cool. Uh, you need to broaden your horizons, man. I do, well, I'm sorry. You name one piece of indigenous art. Portrait in my vanilla bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> theme, okay, obviously. well, <laughs> neither obviously. of us can do it. So we'll just say he's got uh, a piece of art from Banksy. Because I think he would like that, too. Yeah. Is Banksy indigenous? He's indigenous to Britain. Indigenous to Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess any artist he's, uh, he's, uh, he's like He's Welsh. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're like the, the Celts are indigenous to Britain. We don't actually know pic- where. He's Pictish. We don't know where Banksy is from. Yeah. Because we don't know who Banksy is. Right. I guess it's indigenous baiting if we just yeah because it could that. be it could be erasure yeah, okay. yeah so sure. yeah all right he's got a picture from his favorite artist that uh, the guy he wrote a song about on cloud sure. maintenance yeah. what a boring answer but yeah, what a true yeah. answer yeah. can't we just say he has like a, a the crying clown that would be fun <laughs> if Kev, and that would also be very Kev yeah, to have the yeah. crying clown he got like he, you know he's got some like indigenous puppets that are made like sure. from, a, from like a Inuit puppet theater or something yeah. like that do you think he has framed puppets or do you think he plays with them all. Well, I think they're in like glass cases, but he takes them out because they look they look scared. <laughs> okay, he doesn't want them to be alone for too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're all together, and he doesn't want them to be. He doesn't. He, he's he's this hard friction because he doesn't want them to be harmed, but he also wants them to have right. lovely lives. Sorry, sweetie. Tonight is my night for Francisco and Mandiba, and I, I have a puppet rotation. This is the night for these twenty puppets to sleep in bed. He, with he's me. like that uh, fucking Mormon with twelve wives, where he rotates from apartment to apartment. Yeah, yeah. This Almost is my so. night with the husband. Yeah. Oh, man. oh no, he doesn't have con. He doesn't have anything conjugal to do with them. The puppets, they don't have holes, do they? I think sometimes those lonely nights. I mean, he puts his hand in the puppet, and he's. I don't think Kev's ever lonely. I think he feels. I think he feels very. He keeps a poem in his pocket and a picture in his head, and he never feels lonely at night when he's in bed. The little poem will sing to you. The little picture bring to you a thousand dreams to dance to you at night when you're in bed. So keep a picture in your pocket and a poem in your head, and you'll never feel lonely at night when you're in bed. A poem by E. E. Cummings. <laughs> a poem by Jared K. Anderson, available in <laughs> Field Guide to the Haunted Forest. Forest. Uh, I seriously, him, you should buy that book. Next, I want him to come out with a uh, like uh, strategy guide to the haunted mansion. I don't want it to be like ways to <laughs> get around you, Disneyland. Here's how you get. Here's how you get through. <laughs> all right. Here's anyway. how you. Here's how you scatter your your uncle's ashes in the haunted mansion because yes. that's where he really wanted to be buried. And that happens all the time, and they have to shut the ride down. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, yeah. People people want their ashes scattered because they're at Disneyland. Yeah. Sure. They're like there's a hundred there's a thousand and one ghosts. Will the next one be you? Yes, please. <laughs> Put me in the matrix. <laughs> Put me in the haunted mansion. Make haunted Let matrix. Me eat that steak. Inject it into my arm. <laughs> all right. Well, hope we answered your question, Matthias. Thanks. Oh, boo. We did it. I loved this episode. I had so much fun doing it. Okay, we can roll I'm going to have so much fun editing it. I just have fun. We're going to roll on. Deodorant. <laughs> Prawn. <laughs> um, you can find us uh, bin, at Pod on Twitter. You can check us out on Facebook. I haven't done this for a long time. <laughs> check us out on Facebook. Leave us a review on iTunes. We haven't gotten a review in years. And actually, I deleted iTunes because it started sucking. So I use a, I use Overcast now for my podcast on my phone. And it's way Oh, better. iTunes, the app that you download yes, on. The, okay. oh, sorry. Now it's called Apple Podcasts. And I've deleted mm. it. Um, I get mine on Podbay because I like to download them as MP3s. Ooh, I don't like that. I, I do. don't want to. I like to curate them myself. Very good. Very good. Um, what are you plugging this week? 
Pod Bay. I'm plugging Overcast. <laughs> we'll see you again in one week. week.